Okay, Sean Brett, tell us the craziest story you have. So a few months ago, you know, uh, Kanye dropped Donda, yeah. and he had a few listening parties in the ATL. So I went to the first one, tickets were like 20 bucks, went with my friend uh, Kyle. And we're just standing there, and we see this this dude, looked like Kanye, but I didn't think it was him, wearing a Timofey Mozgov Lakers jersey. It's like, why would Kanye be wearing that? Do they sell those? Did they sell those? They did. I don't, I don't think they sell them anymore. I don't think Timofey even plays anymore. But dude walks over to us, and it is Kanye. So, you know, talk to him, chop it up a little bit. And uh, he invites us backstage uh, for a listening party. So we're sitting with, like, Kim Kardashian, all his kids, uh, his friends and family. And so for the whole listening party, we're just chilling with them. And then afterwards, uh, he takes us back to, you know, he was recording in that little room next to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's called. And uh, we got to hear him and uh, Don Tolliver record Moon. So, I mean, it was crazy, bro. So it was just you and Kyle and Kanye's family while he was in a Mozgov jersey? Yep. It sounds like a dream, but it was it was true. It happened. That does sound like a fever dream. Yep. Wait, is it is it actually true? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I was not sure. <laughs> I really I really had no idea if any of it was true or not. I knew some of it was true. Anything. I really was ready to move no, that. I was just gonna trust you on that one. Okay. No, the only true part was we went to listening party. Oh, okay. Okay. And our seats were kinda bad. Oh, but that's so fun. Kanye's okay. yeah. famous Moscow jersey, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Cold Takes. I am Riley. I am Dante. And we have very special guest, Sean Brett in the house. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Of course. Happy to have you on. And- we can kind of go over past week in the NBA. This is week three. It feels like it's just the beginning of the season, but I heard today that it's been like, this is 10% into the season already. That's crazy. Wow. Um, so you, most games have played like five, seven-ish games, or most teams have played like five, seven-ish games so far, so we can kind of see the trends. Um, one thing to notice, last week, Kyle Lowry was a plus 51 in four games. Wow. The Heat are very good. It seems like Kyle the Lowry's Heat are a very good. for them. The Heat are very good. <laughs> Um, Orlando, which is kind of the opposite of the Heat, yeah. funnily enough, considering they're so close, had two different players who were both a minus 64 in games last week. That's kind of wow. hard to get to. Goodness. It's kind of hard to get to. Um, so atop NBA.com's power ranking, obviously Miami is first. They're, I mean. They're unstoppable. They are so, so good. Their defensive rating is first. Offensive rating is second. They're, I mean, what's the weakness? What's the weakness in this team? Injuries, if they happen. And there you go. A lot of 30-plus uh, players. But a lot of, some young players, too. Some young players, too. Um, well, that's a great, that's a great analyst opinion right there. They have some old players. Additionally, they have some young they have players. Some young players. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> Artistic. I do have a question. Do you think Tyler Hero returns to Bubble Hero? He's been bubbling so far. Dude's been bubbling so yeah. far. Um, Tyler Hero said he wanted to be mentioned in the conversation with Trey Young and Luka yeah. Doncic mm-hmm. as like the top of that draft class. Which he, you know, he isn't. 
He's not. That's a little lofty. Yeah. It's a bit much. But, I mean, he's playing out his mind right now. I like now. the confidence, but he's wrong. Love the, <laughs> Love the confidence, exactly. bro, but you're wrong. Love the confidence, but you were incorrect about what you said. Sure. Um, Golden State Warriors are third in the power ranking. I think that's pretty interesting because it seemed like the strategy for the Warriors was just kind of tread water until Clay gets back. First of all, Clay was warming up in a full uni last night. Yeah, which was very fun. Which was very cool to see. You got a little fro happening. Yeah. Second of all, the Warriors are doing more than treading water. They're like beaten teams. They are beaten teams. They are winning, winning. Um, last week, Stephen Curry hit a kind of one-legged runner from 30 feet over crazy. Uh, John Morant. And it just it just went in. Kind of went in. Yeah. It just kind of went in. Um, not sure what to do with that, frankly. Not sure how to kind of where we go as a people from here. It's good to see them back winning, though. I think the whole league is better when they're when they're at the top. Yeah, they're at least fun. Yeah, they're at least fun. They're to a watch. fun team to watch. Um, just a quick weekly recap. Um, we'll get more into some more specific things that happen later on. We're going to talk about uh, what we got to talk about. We're going to talk about season surprises. We got um, the the first nickname watch of season two mm. in this episode. We got our sleeper sleeper of the week, and then we got some cold takes to close it out. Um, so, Riley, what do you think What do you think it is we got to talk about right now? I think we got to talk about the new NBA City Edition jerseys. I agree. We got to talk about them. We got to talk about them. They um, are beautiful. That they are. Uh, most of them. There are, there are some pros. There's a couple bad ones. Um, I will go ahead and say, mm-hmm. well, it's City Edition jerseys as well as courts. Um, my favorite jersey is the Miami Heat. Interesting. However, take. I don't like their court. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's just not. I I don't dislike it. I really like the lettering and how they're all funky and very weird. Um, Hawks look great. Kind of throwback. Those are ones as a kid. I'd always, I'd always wear those jerseys on two K. Those throwback ones. Uh, most of these are centered around uh, throwback stuff because this is the seventy fifth anniversary of the NBA. Right. Um, and I love seeing that Timberwolves. Also had beautiful ones, um, and some of them literally just recycled jerseys that they've had, like in the past. Spurs. Suns is the same as last year. Suns is just Suns last year's jerseys, last year. maybe, but they're great jerseys. Yeah, maybe, maybe they just want to have the same one since they made it to the finals with those last year. That's true. Yeah, maybe it's, it's like a superstition thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a great jersey. Don't get me wrong. It's a good jersey. It is the same jersey, but it's a very good one. But it's a good one. So yeah. we're gonna recycle a jersey like. The one that the same jersey they had Kelly Oubre model before trading him. You can't change that. I did forget that he was on the Suns. They, they, was, they trade him like the next day. They yes, they did a photo shoot with him in desert in those, <laughs> they and then they traded him shoot. the next day. <laughs> did he? He played for the Thunder after that. Before that, uh, he went to the Warriors. I don't know, he was he, he was on the, the Suns for a after. full season before that though. Went to the Suns and the Warriors. He started on the Wizards. He was in OKC at some point. Started on the Wizards. I think he started on the Wizards a while ago. Yeah, that's, he was on there for a couple years. Man, Kelly Oubre's been on more teams. Now he's a Hornet. Now he's a Hornet, which I also forgot. I also did forget that. Speaking of, I do not like the Hornets. Okay. Uh, really? Perfect segue. Not my favorite. Really? Talk about that. Um, yeah, what do y'all think, though? Well, 
About the Hornets jerseys? Well, just about. What are y'all's favorite Favorites and least favorites? I will say about the Hornets jerseys, there is an element here that is supposed to kind of like, I feel like throw back to like Jordan. The bottom half of the Jordan Chicago. Oh, okay. I feel like the the, um, font on the Charlotte Mm, is supposed to be like like the Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the homage to Jordan. These are Jordan brand jerseys, so I feel like the homage might not be necessary. Sure. Considering there he is on the there right side. There he is of on it. the right side of it. They're the only team in the in the league with Jordan jerseys, correct? Yeah, yeah. they're the only team with Jordan jerseys. Um, yeah, I I don't love it. Um, that's interesting, and also, I'm not sure. It, maybe they'll look good on. Maybe there's just countries that kind of look good. Maybe it's one of those. Good yeah. on. I do want to know about this green stripe. What's the green about on the Hornets jerseys? Because I don't remember that being one of their colors ever. I think they are on some of the retro. Um, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, I believe. I, this is what I wanted them to do. Is when I was scrolling down and I saw that this was like obviously kind of throwbacks. I wanted like Bobcat jerseys. No, we, we got to forget about them. <laughs> Not a Bobcat guy? It's the dark days. The dark I, days. I'm a Hornets fan. And we try to forget the Bobcats. Forget about the Bobcats. Yeah, the Bobcats. I do yeah. have a Bobcats pennant in my room, but that's that's it. Well, that's that's it. all you need. <laughs> so, Sean Brett, what are your favorite and least favorite of these jerseys from what you're seeing right now? I love Toronto's. Yeah? Yeah, that's nice. i say that's my favorite by far. I yeah. I kind of want one. I don't even like Toronto. <laughs> Straight uh, up, whenever you get a whole dinosaur on a yeah, jersey, you're a golden dinosaur, right? bro. A golden dinosaur. I love I th- I really like the Lakers. The mm. purple. Mm-hmm. I do like purple. Yeah. Um, Hornets, I actually do like. They're not my favorite that they've had. Yeah. I like last year's more. Um, what were last year's? It was it was another throwback. Um, I think it was. Oh, were they like the pinstripe ones? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In purple, and they had the teal as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, season nice. The all white. I like the all yeah, white. Those, those are really they're clean. frosty. Yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this because the all whites have gotten some hate, like nationally. I love them. I think they're cool. I think they look like clean i think they're yeah. fresh um i didn't mean to cut you off Shambra. you can no, you're good no um yeah those wouldn't work you know i'm like i don't like them at football because they get all dirty you know right yeah. but basketball i love all white jerseys until you get blood on them yeah yeah <laughs> happens mm. the jazz that's the same as last year too isn't it yeah mm-hmm. the jazz also recycled theirs and honestly yeah. i'll get there keep going that's the last one i want to talk about is the calves i think is it's unique um, but I don't know. Kind of looks like a G League jersey, low key. Um, I do. The Cavs had great idea, and they started off very strong with um, the way that they did like the piping. Yeah. On the colors in yeah. the sleeve, because it looks love like it. LeBron right. with yeah. the ear kind of stuff. Right. I but then the logo that. in the middle is funny. I think they should have gone back to. Well, they did these when LeBron was there. Was the orange ones like the orange? Oh, cap. orange oh, yeah, one yeah, with like yeah, the blue yeah. writing. Yeah, blue or like those. The yeah. caps have a lot of. They've changed the color scheme up a few times, yeah. and all the color schemes were good. So they had a lot to go back on. But I think I think these also look good. I think, I think the NBA has probably had enough of orange and blue. Mm. Let me say, I think the NBA has had enough of blue and orange. I don't think we've seen a lot of orange and blue. If that makes sense. Said the Thunder fan. 
Yeah, I think we should change our colors. Oh. I oh. think I think our jerseys are pretty bad. And move back to Seattle. I think the Kings. I have no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. I think the Kings should move to Seattle. The Kings. Ooh. That almost happened a few years ago, didn't it? I think so. I think um, they should. Yeah. Oh, I, I just saw the Pistons shorts. The Pistons shorts Pistons are very. Shorts. Oh yeah, with a little. Yeah, with little lightning bolts. Little lightning bolts. Um, shout out to you know shout out to the Dallas Mavericks for never making a good looking jersey and for consistently like owning that the as like this is our key. brand. We'll never look good. Remember we'll those, always look bad on the floor. Remember those like tin foil ones they had? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they just looked like hot. Just like, bad. Oh my gosh. Just bad, and I it does kind of seem like they're not trying. Uh, it it does, does kind of seem like they're yeah they see themselves that way. Yeah, as the team and that's the sad jerseys. to see. It is sad to see. Um, you, consistency is so important in basketball. Yeah, it really is. And you know who had such a great opportunity to really shine on this one? Who? The Washington Wizards. Oh, the Washington Wizards could have done so many amazing things. Yeah. With their they could have gone... The the only the only acceptable throwback jersey for the Wizards is to go gold and black. Gilbert Arenas Gilbert jerseys. Arenas, yes. yeah, exactly. Gold top, black shorts, looks... Interesting, exactly, and they look amazing. I love those jerseys so much. Right, you can do something with that, but they decided to go for. I don't even know. Um, it looks like one of those popsicles. You know what I mean? Yeah, one of those summer ones. They look like there's a English soccer team called Crystal Palace, and they have the exact same color scheme, and they look like Crystal Palace jerseys. Yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. Um, shout out to Portland. I really like what Portland is doing here. Um, they're keeping it simple without keeping it boring. And I think that to make a jersey that's simple, or to do anything that's simple but interesting, um, they got the one-sided panel like with that. the red stripe. They got the Rip City with the shadow on it. Mm-hmm. They got the italicized number. I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, thank you. A personal, a personal thank you to the New York Knicks for finally making a black jersey. Yeah. Thank you so much. They had one a few years ago, didn't they? I don't think they had one where it was like black and orange and that's it. Yeah, yeah they had the one that was like the circle and it was like... So, so much better sleeps. than last year's. I didn't yeah. like those. Yeah, no, last year's jerseys were pretty bad. corny. These are good. Black and orange is a good color combination. And the Knicks are taking full advantage of it. The New York and white with the orange glow, just, just beautiful. Beautiful. And then the texture on the panels on the side, New York... Keep these jerseys for this is perfect. Sure. This is beautiful. Yeah, just put this in the rotation. <laughs> just put this in the rotation forever. Who do you think has the best ad? The best ad. Mm. Ooh, that's a now good that's question. That's a great question. Because I really like the Goodyear ad on the on the Cavs. It kind of looks like it belongs. Like there, it goes actually. with the jersey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's what I was gonna go with. And then Disney with the magic. I mean, that's of cool. Course, Anything yeah. Disney cool. Wait, the Goodyear looks good. Um, I wanna. What's the opposite of a shout out? A shout in. I guess I want to disrespect um, Memphis on this one. Okay. I love the jersey on Memphis. I love the um, the neckline and the detail in there with the Mm -hmm. the three lines. I love the way the font is on the Memphis and the font is on the twelve. I love the lines, the detail. It brings an interesting look to the jersey, and it brings, but it doesn't like do too much. Like it's not trying too hard. Yeah. What? On God's green is oh. happening with these shorts. I, here's the thing is I haven't seen the shorts. The shorts, I'll show you the shorts. There is just a bear on them. Oh. There's just a bear 
on the left leg. Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah, they're supposed to be like Vancouver, but they kind of failed. The throwback to Vancouver, I appreciate the idea. Yeah. But when you have this subtle but, like, interesting texturing happening on the waistline and on the other, like, leg, and then you just put a bear on the other side, like, that's, that's not how you do that, I feel like. I feel like Memphis could have had such a great jersey, and then they just put a bear on it. And it just yeah. it just ruined the whole vibe for me. Um, Golden State jerseys they wore these last night looked good. Um, I think I might be impartial to black jerseys with colored accents. Yeah, those. I mean, I I can't remember a jersey that I've seen like that that looked bad. Um, Miami's is controversial. Yeah, it is controversial, but it's I love controversial. That. I do like what they're doing here. I think it's creative. I think it's unique. I don't like the heat on the shorts again. Um, you already did that with the Miami. I feel like you don't got to do it again on the shorts. But the um, yellow piping is really good. Yeah. Standing out against the black. I just don't. I just never think they'll be able to top the ones from that they've had. The Miami Vice. The first ones? Miami yeah. Vice ones? Yeah. Dude, those yeah. are just perfect. They were very good. I feel like they've been chasing that high ever since. Yeah. yeah. You do that sometimes. Like, they, they, they do that a lot, these teams, is they make a really good one, and they can't come back from it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they just can never top it. They can never top it until they're just chasing yeah. the ghost. And I feel like the Hawks, the Hawks at least have just been, like, they've been fine every time. Yeah. It's kind of been sidestepping. And MLK was, like, a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Those and are really these cool. are, like, I do want an MLK. cool. Yeah, these are cool. Um, Anything but we haven't Hawks had one that's like, whoa. Right. Anything the Hawks do now is better than those triangle ones. I don't want to talk about that. That's like, that's like Charlotte Bobcats. Um, my favorite ad, to go back to Sean's question, is the Loves on OKC jerseys. Really? Because the jerseys are all white. Really good for Loves that OKC went with the white jersey because Very the good, ad yeah. really sticks that's out. That's the only color there. That's the yeah, only color there. They're happy with that. Yeah. And it's a gas station, so you just kind of, you're like, whoa. Yes, it's gas. Yes. On the topic of the OKC jerseys, what I wanted, when I saw these jerseys, what I wanted more than anything in that moment was to have, do you remember the jerseys from like either last year or two years ago, the Paul George year, that were like the like light blue with um, like Native American inspired designs yeah, yeah, I remember those. and the font and yeah, everything? Yeah. I wanted more than anything to have these crisp white jerseys on a court themed that way. With those colors and mm, like yeah. that palette, it's gonna be white jerseys on a white floor, and I, I don't love it. I wanna love it because I've never been happy about an OKC jersey before. Not never, but mm. rarely. And it's this just doesn't look good. Yeah, I feel like having a white jersey on a white floor. Yeah, but I'm trying to find the city edition court. Yeah. Yeah, the white on white isn't going to be great. I feel like OKC's used so many colors before that they could have kind of done like a reverse mm-hmm. like pop of color. Yeah. And have the court be incredibly colorful and then have like the players stand out by not being incredibly colorful. Oh. I think that would be creative. Yes. But it, from what I've heard, it's just going to be white jerseys on mm. white court. And yeah, that's going to be what that is. And that's going to be what that is. The NOLA piping on the New Orleans jerseys, uh, the yeah. side panel panels. I do like them. I like how they um, 
follow the shorts down. Lots, lots to talk about about the jerseys. Lots to talk about about the jerseys. I encourage you, listener, to check these out yourself. Um, maybe, maybe hit up Instagram with your your takes on these jerseys. Maybe hit it up. Over, um, overall, they're all really good. They're all. I good. think they did good this year. Yeah, they're all good except for the Mavs, which are bad. But that that yeah. is good. Yeah. But that is good. I think for basketball. I think it's good for basketball. Um, what else we got to talk about? We also got to talk about um, this Tuesday. 76ers fans were chanting, "We want Lillard." Um, when the Blazers came to visit them. Um, so the Sixers were without Ben Simmons that game, obviously, but they were also about without Tobias Harris. Mm. I'm pretty sure Joel Embiid didn't play in that game either. Ooh. So it was the Sixers role players versus the Blazers. Sixers role players came together and got it done. Damian Lillard's been in a pretty intense slump um, all year. Mm. Haven't been playing too well. And fans around the league are pretty excited about this. You know, There's been talks about Damian Lillard wanting to leave. All of a sudden, the season starts and he's not playing very well. Lowest shooting or lowest scoring output since he was a rookie. Mm. Worst shooting percentages he's ever had. You know, maybe he can be had now. So Portland goes to, or the Blazers go to Philadelphia. And at the free throw line, the Sixers fans are chanting, we want Lillard. It's kind of a tough look for the... Tough for the, look for the Sixers. For the Sixers, for the Blazers. Um, Lillard responds, first of all, uh, a little bit of a funny quote from Chauncey Billups. When that was happening and the Sixers fans were chanting, we want Lillard, Chauncey Billups was kind of to himself like, yeah, we do too. (laughs) Um, Lillard then takes to social media to respond after the game. I've got ten toes in Rip City. Ten toes? Ten toes. That is all of them for most people. Most people. So it sounds like Lillard wants to stay. What if he's like tongue in cheek and he actually has an extra toe? Whoa, that'd be kind of crazy. That would. Kind of crazy. Hey, talk about cheeks and toes at the same time, but. What do you think about this, Tom <laughs> <laughs> Uh I respect his loyalty to Portland. I. That's what. It, uh, but they're never gonna win anything. So if he wants to win, he's got to go. I mean, they're never going to win a championship with him there. If you were talking to Damian Lillard right now, what would you tell him to do? I would say if you want to win something, you got to leave. But if you want to be known for being loyal, then obviously stay. Finish your career there. That's the decision. Yeah. That's the decision. And what's what's the right decision here? That's up to him. I don't it's know. up to Dame. It's tough. I feel like one of the decisions where like, you make a decision, but... Even after you made it, you're still, still thinking about it. Yeah. Like you can, you can always keep choosing to stay loyal. But you can also, like the only decision of those two that is irreversible is to leave. Is to leave. That's yeah. a good point. I haven't thought about it like. Yeah. Like he could say, "No, I'm loyal. I'm staying." And then next year, be like, "Okay, well." Okay, well, yeah. we didn't make playoffs this year, so yeah. maybe I should I go. What would you do, Riley, if you were Damian Lillard? Um, winning a title would be great. I'd way rather have a city like adore me. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think is what I would rather. Mm-hmm. Endless attention. You're about that. <laughs> I'm about endless, endless attention, attention from the city. You just love that. 
Love I mean, I've never experienced that before, but I imagine it's probably, <laughs> it's probably pretty, pretty good. Pretty nice. Yeah. And the 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 tension is not just like you did something great for us, but like the tension is almost like you gave up something great so that we love you. Yeah. You chose us over something that's <laughs> yeah. almost objectively better. Yeah. And we really appreciate I mean, that. He was like that in college too, because he went to Weber State, mm. yeah. and he could have transferred out when he was mm-hmm. a senior, because I mean, he started playing really well. And I heard he could have gone to some big D1 schools, but he chose to finish and graduate there. So, I mean, he's always been a loyal guy. Got yeah. loyalty inside his DNA. Got royalty inside his DNA, Whoa. some might say. And some by might some, say. I mean Kendrick Lamar. What would you do, Sean? If I was in Dame's situation. Put yourself in Damian Lillard's shoes. You are the superstar of the Portland Trailblazers. Everyone has a Sean Brett jersey on. Yeah. Well, I don't think I could leave. With everyone loving you like that, I don't think I could leave. Championship would be great, but, I mean, he like he's the mayor of Portland. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Um, so I think I would stay. Yeah, I agree. I'd probably also stay. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'd sign an extension. Honestly, I might try to get C.J. McCollum out of there if I was him. Whoa, why? And just start a rebuild. And see if you can get it done before Dame's but prime is gone. You don't got time for rebuild, though. That's the thing. Yeah, he's, he's what, like 30, 31? He has like 31. In there. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I, I think, like, the decision, not that he was in the place to make that decision a few years ago, but I feel like around, like, 27 would have been the time to leave without that, like, loyalty decision. Yeah. Because well, now the decision is, like, will you be loyal or will you leave? Yeah, for the but rest But then of it would have been, like, this is how the NBA works. True. Right. Guys leave. It happens. And now, like, the whole thing's been circled around to where it's, like, Dame is the loyal guy. Yeah. It's kind of stuck how in that people, box. People feel yeah. like that with, like, D-Way. Like, D-Way is, like, loyal to Miami. And then it's, like... He did play for... But then it was, like, oh, well, I'm going to go to Chicago. And then he was on the cast for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it's like... A weird yeah. Okay. Time of, of that life. was a weird time It's like a life. dream. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I were Dame, I would, I would stay, first of all. Second of all... I would tell management that they either need to go get me a championship roster or they need to pay me. Hmm. Like, all this money that's sitting in Portland, it either needs to be going into my bank account or into the bank account of my co-star who is helping us win titles. C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum. Well, see, (laughs) therein lies the problem. Oh, there's the issue. There's the issue right there. They didn't really do anything in free agency. They They did get the GOAT, Cody Zeller, though. They did get Cody Zeller. And that maybe that's what made him stay Cody. so far. I would make me stay. Yeah. Make me stay, man. Um, do I have Cody Zeller? I have another Zeller on my team. You have a Zeller? I do have Cody. The GOAT. I think, and I cannot confirm this, but I think that there was a Zeller for Plumley trade this year. I think it was the first in NBA history. Wow. Yeah. Zeller for Plumley. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy. T- Zeller's a better player by far. Plumley's a bum. You're on Team Zeller? Yeah. Plumley's a bum. I think Mike Plumley's put up some pretty good, had some pretty nice plays. I wonder which, which do you think are the better set of brothers? The Zellers or the Plumleys? I think the Zellers. I think they've had longer careers. It's because Tyler and Cody, right? Yeah. And then wasn't there three Plumleys? Yeah, there's three Plumleys. One didn't last that long. There's Mason Plumley. 
There's Miles Plumlee. Miles Plumlee. There's Marshall Plumlee. Yeah, Marshall Plumlee. That's true. I guess Marshall. Mason's the only one that really stuck around. Yeah. Marshall Plumlee, I think he was only around a couple seasons on the Knicks, I believe. Yeah, the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Wow, and it says here he's a active duty United States Army Ranger. Oh, okay. Whoa. That's you gotta take that into consideration. You gotta take that into consideration. Before we talk about him. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess is that it for what we got to talk about? Because Lillard does want to stay, is what yeah. he said. Yeah. Um, there was an article that came out a couple, a little bit after that um, incident in Philadelphia, where Lillard met with, I mean, this happened over the summer, but Lillard met with LeBron James, I think Carmelo Anthony, um, some higher-ups in the NBA, and he kind of met with them for advice. He was like, what, what should I do? Um, I really appreciate, like, their take on this, their perspective, because they were like, "Listen, we'd love to have you in our in our on our team. Obviously, you're Damian Lillard, but also we want you to do what's best, f- like for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they walked him through it. They talked with him. They listened to him, and he was like, "Yeah, I can't really do the super team thing. Like, I can't. I just can't do that. Yeah. And ultimately, Damian Lillard decided like he's going to stay in Portland. Like that's that's the choice. He said he wants to quote sink with the ship. And that is kind of what's happening. Yeah. Both he and the ship are actively sinking, sinking before quick. our very eyes. Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. Man. But that's that's just about all we got to talk about. Yeah. Um, so far in the past week. I wanted to talk with you guys about um, this season's surprises. We've had a couple um, interesting things happen this season. First of all... We've had a couple rookies really show out, and those rookies are not Cade Cunningham or Jalen Green. Not that Jalen Green hasn't been good. Cade Cunningham has been bad. Um, But Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley are two um, defensive-minded rookies coming into the draft who no one really saw much offensive upside with. They've been playing well. They've been playing really well. Yeah. Another one is uh, Chris Duarte. Oh, uh, Chris Duarte. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, He's been really good. good. Oh, yes. Where'd he play at? Oregon, I believe. Oregon, that's right. He's like 24, so he's he's yeah. all for a rookie. Yeah. Uh, especially in the NBA. Yeah, he was um, billed as kind of being the NBA-ready guy with the with yeah. low ceiling. Yeah. And so he kind of slid in the draft. But ever since then, he's been hitting buzzer beater after buzzer beater. Yeah. He has like three so far. In his debut against the Hornets, he scored like 27. Yeah. He did. And he looked like a rookie. He's yeah. been looking like the Pacers, one of the Pacers' better players yeah. right now. He's averaging 19.8 points per game, almost five assists. I mean, almost five rebounds and two assists. Yeah, he's been he's been really playing, playing really well. I am very excited to see my good friend Kate Cunningham. Yeah. Make his debut. Um, Here's some news: Kate Cunningham has made his debut. Oh. He has played two NBA games. Whoa! Wow. Um, in said NBA games, he has been, I want to say, 2-14 and 14 from the field. Yeah, he hasn't really done much at all. Okay. He's well. been playing So I'm still excited to see his NBA debut. Right. Right. Whenever it happens. Whenever that happens. Um, hmm. That's interesting. It's okay. It's tough because he's on the Pistons. Tough because he's on the Pistons. Yeah. He'll be fine, though. Pistons kind of, you know. If you'd like. That sounds fun. You can, if you'd like to cheer you up, 
we can go over some of Cade's numbers so far this season. No. To make you feel better. I think I'm good. For example. Oh. <laughs> he is averaging a whopping four points per game. In 24 minutes. In 24 minutes. That's... He's averaging 2.5 assists per game. And you know how he was billed as like a like a big point guard, kind of point forward coming out of college. Yeah. And how, um, you know, we were all excited about like what he could do with the ball in his hand, like distributing, mm-hmm. passing, the like. Yeah. Um, 2.5 assists per game. He's shot a respectable 0.0% from three. Oh. And... Honestly, the field goal percentage, 13.6. So he's been... He's looking like rookie of the year. Looking like rookie of the year. The Kay uh-huh. Cunningham we thought we'd see coming out of college. Yeah. Um, He's only had two games so far. So obviously, small sample yeah. size. Really small. Really small. Almost two like games, difficult. one might say. Yeah. Um, So we can't really make too much judgments on him yet. Yeah. And I won't. Because I'm excited for him. Yeah. yeah. I think he'll be fine. He did have his career high six points versus Milwaukee. Fourteen point three percent from the field. Okay. He made all of his free throw. Free throw. Um, two rebounds, three assists, two turnovers. He had seven rebounds in his debut. So that you know that's something. That's something. That's something. Yeah. His um, player efficiency rating is. And I didn't know that this could happen to a player efficiency rating. Oh, no. Negative 6.23. I genuinely didn't know that it went into the negatives. <laughs> Yikes. Well, anyways, what, who are some good teams? Who's doing good? <laughs> um, Better than the Pistons. Some surprisingly good teams are some teams that we're used to being kind of bad or middle of the pack. But so far this year, they've showed up. Um... There's the Knicks, there's the Bulls, there's the Wizards, there's the Wolves, there's the Kings. All of these teams have been, like, top of the league or at least respectable so far. Um, I mean, we probably can't get into all these teams, but yeah. I would like to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Of which Sean is wearing a jersey. Of which Sean is wearing a jersey. A great KG jersey. Kevin Garnett. Just a fantastic jersey. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So their their best player is probably Carl Anthony Towns. Yep. Really good offensive center and all around game. Probably the, I mean statistically speaking, the best shooting big man of all time. Um, couldn't defend a basketball sitting on a foldout chair. <laughs> that basketball would score at least forty points on him every night. Um. He is joined by now sophomore and NBA phenom Anthony Edwards. Um, incredible scoring guard, explosive, scores at all three levels. Yeah. Um, couldn't defend a deflated basketball that was outside of the gym that he was in, just laying on the concrete. I think he's um, the funniest dude in the league, though, too. Easily funniest dude in the league. Absolutely hilarious. They're joined by D'Angelo Russell. Torian Prince, Patrick Beverly. Beasley. He's a good player. Anthony Edwards. I already talked about Anthony Edwards. I'm sorry. Malik Beasley also. Um, And this team is one of the best defensive teams in the league. They've been winning with defense so far. Um, 
again, pretty early in the season, and they are three and four. Um, yeah, pretty early in the season, they are three and four. It's not. I'm not projecting that they're going to win a title or anything, but like it's been. It's not hasn't been bad so far. They've um, competed pretty well against the Clippers. I think it was last night. Um, their defense has been carrying them to champ, not championships, to <laughs> wins, which kind of might feel like championships. <laughs> if you that team, yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of like what they're doing. They've brought in a lot of forwards that start with a J. They have Jared Vanderbilt, um, Jaden McDaniels, Jalen Noel, Josh Okogie, who they had, Jake Lehman. That's five. A lot of J forwards. Wow. A lot of J forwards. And all of these J forwards are willing to work when they hit the floor. Um, And I think that that kind of frees up some of their scores. D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, to focus more on, like, the offensive end of the floor and not have to bust the behinds playing defense. So I, I like what the Wolves are doing. I don't think they'll be great. I hardly think they'll be good. Yeah. But from what they've been previously? Yeah, I mean, something. It, it seems like they've, they've been rebuilding since KG left the first time. Right. Uh, Speaking of which, um, fun fact, Kevin Garnett is the team leader in points, assists, rebounds, blocks, and steals for the... Timberwolves. His number still isn't retired yet, is it? In Minnesota. Oh. No. No, left, it's not. It was weird. That's he crazy. And a weird note, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's having an issue yeah. with the ownership. Yeah. He left kind of weird. But they retired Malik Seeley's number. You know Malik Seeley. Uh, Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he's better than KG. I did get distracted for a second and saw some tweets. Okay. Uh, that Carl Anthony Towns had liked a tweet. Okay. That said hashtag free cat. Wow. Oh no. Um, but then the me it's kind of like a thing where I saw a meme and I have created a story around it, which is probably the right story. Um, but it said it had a picture of Carl Anthony Towns in like a funny disguise, like a mustache and glasses. Right. And it said, "Have you seen this man? Uh, he hacked Carl Anthony Towns' Twitter." And only liked one tweet that said hashtag free cat. So I guess cat or somebody said his Twitter was hacked and they liked that tweet. So do you think he wants to leave? I could see that he might want to leave. And go where? I'm kind of thinking about it right now. I'm trying to think of where. I don't really know if there's a place for a Carl Anthony Town. Because he's, he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. Him. That's true. And I don't think that there's a team that needs, like, a cent. Like, he is a center. Hornets yeah. would He's not him. one of those four fives. Okay, yeah, maybe the Hornets. Yeah. Maybe the Hornets. Wow, that would be... That'd be something. That would be something. Imagine him with Lamelo. Man. Rozier. Who would defend on that team? <laughs> Their offense would just have to carry <laughs> on. No need to defend, man. I guess the games no would be, like, defend. 150 to 140. I guess there's no need to defend. I love Cat, though. Me too. Um, yeah, he his salary is thirty one point six. It's a pretty hefty That's a big salary. That's I don't know where, like, if I'm Carl Anthony Towns and I want to leave, I don't know where I want to leave to. I think the Hornets is probably the best destination, but I don't know if there's another team that's like good or decent yeah. that really needs. 
best my best. talents. Yeah, I was thinking. Well, the man. prisons have Kate Cunningham, and be a Hall of Famer, Kate Cunningham. There you go, exactly. I was thinking maybe they could try some trade with Lillard, but that would make no sense. Why would Lillard go to the Timberwolves? Yeah. Wow. That'd be yeah. that'd be tough. Yeah. What about Cat to Portland though? Cat to Portland with Lillard there. With Lillard there. Hmm. That'd be scary. That'd be terrifying. That would be very scary. Offensively. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, I can see that. Man, do you know Terry Rozier's contract is twenty one million? Why? I mean, he's he's a good player, but yeah, that's he's a player second second highest paid. That's a lot. It's kind of streaky. Yeah. yeah. Goodness. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wells. Um. Real quick, we can hit up the nickname watch. First one of the season. Yes. So general. For those who are new listeners, if there are any of you, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, how also, did you, how really did you find us? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening? Really sorry for kind of what this is. <laughs> um, nickname watch. We identify a player who there is a criteria over a five-game sam- sample. It's a player who scores twenty-three or more points three out of five games, or has at least a twelve-twelve double-double three out of five games. Um, that criteria is actually pretty lofty because very few players actually meet those sort of qualifications Um, but we do have one for this season and that player is DeJounte Murray Spurs point guard Um, he got drafted kind of built as a defensive guy he was like a almost like a Patrick Beverly type but without the personality and his offensive game has grown a lot he's a great rebounder long arms really good defender um he scores pretty all right, pretty efficiently, and he's been setting the Spurs up, which is pretty impressive considering they are the Spurs. So he's been a lot of passes to, like, well, outside of um, Hall of Famer Jacob Pertle, not really a lot of, yeah. not really a lot of, you know, players to, to get involved there. So DeJounte Murray's been doing really, really good stuff this season. He's been playing really, really well. He deserves a nickname. He deserves one. And for a guy with his build, just huge shoulders, really long arms, um, his versatility, he has, so far on the season, 146 points, 62 rebounds, and 62 assists, not to mention 16 steals. Um, I think we can call, I think it would be appropriate to call DeJounte Murray Gadget, because he just does whatever he got to do. I like that. DeJounte Gadget Murray. Like that's, that's that's not bad. Appreciate it. Um, I did Google because I couldn't think of anything, so I googled some. I've seen Dejounte Blurry. Okay, for speed reasons. For speed reasons, as well as Dijon Murray. That's just an easy one. For mu- for mustard purposes. For mustard purposes, because he's. What they say? They said a joke. Because his game has flavor. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. I want a basketball reference. Um, the only nickname they have on here, and this is good for us. Yeah. The only nickname they have on here is Baby Boy. <laughs> I ha- I did see Baby Boy. Baby right. Boy Murray. So we are going to perform a service here for Dejounte Murray. Yeah. And come up with a better nickname. Yeah. For him. So we got Gadget. We got. Blurry. Dejounte Blurry. Blurry. Yeah. Blurry Murray. 
What was the mustard one? Dijon. Dijon Marie. Sean Brett, you got anything? Uh, I see one here. Fresh Prince of San Antonio. It's a little too long. Yeah, a little too corny. Off the tongue. Yeah. Is he the guy? Is he the guy in San Antonio? He's the guy in San Antonio. Is he the guy? Yeah. He Partially because guy. he's good. Yeah. Partially because their second best player is maybe Doug McDermott. Uh oh. Ooh. Right. Really? Right. Which That's is one of those seasons. Good if you're Creighton. Which is good if you're Creighton in like twenty twelve. Yeah. Bad if you're the Spurs in twenty twenty one. Right. Oh yeah, they're down bad. Whew. They have Lonnie <laughs> Walker, but yeah, and Lonnie Walker is not. He's nah. he's on the come up. He's been on the come up for a while, it seems. So yeah, it's been on. Um. Yeah. All right. So, so nicknames. Nicknames. We got Double Gadget. Back. We got Blurry. We got Dijon Murray. What shall we take a vote? I like Gadget. Gadget. I like Gadget. Cool. Yeah. Dijon take Gadget simple. Murray. Yeah. We have had a successful nickname watch. Good work, team. Good work. Um, okay, time to talk sleeper. Shumbra, are you in the sleeper league? I am. Oh, he what's is. your team name? One of the tsunamis. Oh, tsunami the old tsunami. Kelly Uber. tsunamis. And how is your team doing? Sierra 500. Yeah. One and one? Doing all right. Still early in the season. Yeah. It's early. I'm not worried. Um, I am... In contention to get a win this week against okay. uh, Paige Beckard's Buckets. Okay. Um, that is Josh Bray's team. We're, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, guys, want to do a sleeper sleeper? Yeah, who's the sleeper of the week? Sleeper of the week. So, obviously, we have a fantasy league on sleeper. And for the sleeper sleeper of the week, we like to find a player who is started in less than 50% of leagues, and um, we like to, I guess, kind of profile the upcoming games and identify who might be a good pickup on Sleeper. Um, for me, my Sleeper Sleeper of the week is going to be Jordan Nwora of the Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. Um, the Bucks are a really interesting team because they usually take about three quarters to beat a team. Giannis usually has to play like 30 minutes-ish. And uh, after that, they can pull him and just put in whoever. And that's kind of been a weirdly good development tactic for them. And Jordan Nuora, um has had a couple pretty good games this season. The first game of the season, he scored 15 efficiently. Um, 15 on 6 of 13, shooting 3 of 6 from 3. And put up 21.9 fantasy points, almost 22 fantasy points. Now, that's not a ton of fantasy points. But that is a lot of fantasy points. You see the distinction? Yeah. Hmm. After that, I've been kind of eyeing him. He's been on my watch list. And he, I mean, put up a little, a couple mediocre games. Um, but it was last night in Detroit that we saw another 16 from Jordan Noir on 7 of 13 shooting, 2 of 5. And I think going forward, um, we're going to see more and more of him because his minutes have only been building as the season has gone on. And as the Bucks have hit their stride, especially with um, Drew Holiday expected back, they're going to be beating teams earlier and earlier, and they're going to mm-hmm. be looking better and better, and that means there's going to be less and less minutes of competitive basketball and more and more minutes for guys like Jordan Noir. So I think that um, 
we're going to see some pretty decent fantasy performances. I think he's going to cement himself as a as an acceptable fantasy role player this year. Yeah. Started in 3% of leagues, owned in 8% of leagues. Um Yeah, I'm going to I think Jordan Noir is going to be my sleeper sleeper of the week. Okay. Um I think uh Karis Levert will be mine. I'm playing him. Small forward, he's healthy again. Hopefully you can get me about 30 points against the old Sacktown Kings. 30 points? Yeah, he hit 33 against the Knicks oh, last wow. night. Yeah. Not 33 buckets, but 33 fantasy points. Fantasy points. Yeah. All right. And then for me, I'll say my sleepers. I'm going to go with Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Uh, see here, he's only rostered in 15% of leagues. That's not enough. Yeah, and last night uh, he had a double-double against, what was it again? I think the Spurs. He had 31 points, 10 rebounds, so 53 fantasy points. Damn. Um, for a dude that's only rostering 15% of leagues, that's really good. So that's really good. I think I might have to pick him up. Yeah, and Luke for yeah. sure needs some help. Might have to. Um, so that was Sleeper Sleeper of the Week, and we're going to wrap up with a couple of cold takes to uh, close out the pod this week. So let me ask you guys, who do you think is going to be the first player to score 50 points this year? Dame. Ooh, that's interesting. Why? He just can. He can. He's been in a slump, though. Yeah, he'll be fine, though. He's Dame. He can bounce back with a 50 I think piece. he'll bounce back with 50 pieces. Jump right. Josh Giddy. Nah. I'm oh, just kidding. Man. Uh, oh. Don't tease me like that. I love I'm gonna Josh Giddy. Yeah, he's cool. But I'm going to go with Bradley Beal. Yeah? Yeah. He's just a, he's just a scorer. He's going to have the ball a lot in Washington. Yeah, I mean, there's really... Tough. Yeah, has to share it with him. Him and Kuzma. Kispert. That's yeah. true. Kispert needs the Yeah, Kispert and Kuzma need it. Um, yeah. Who you got? Um, I was going to say Steph, but after watching the Hawks-Nets game last night, Kevin Durant can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he really can. It's um, He almost has to not score 50 points on purpose. Like, he's just so good. Yeah. I think he'll probably be. I think he'll it probably be him. 50. That makes sense. Second jersey take, or second take, and I'm going to give this to you guys to gauge the temperature of. I think that retired jerseys for teams should be remade. Not remade, but they should make jerseys in the new style. Or in a... I think that when teams have new jerseys, Mm -hmm. they should make the jerseys that are retired for that team in the style of those new jerseys. So like the Hawks new jerseys Mm. from from like a season ago, a couple seasons ago, I think they should make a Dominique Wilkins in that style. Or the Wolves New Jerseys, the New City Editions, yeah. I think that they should have a, well, not a Garnett, but I think that they should, like, all of the jerseys in the Raptors oh, I should know be remade oh, okay. in that new style, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Like, the Celtics New Jerseys, they should make a Larry Bird. The new um, Chicago Jerseys, they should make a Jordan in that new... And hang those yeah. in their Raptors for the season? Or, yeah. like, even have them or available for them. sale, okay. yeah. like, for fans. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool. Interesting. I think it'd be cool. cool to have like a yeah. one of those. That'd be cool. Um last thing. Yeah. Chambret has some very deeply held sports fandom for different teams. However, they have no correlation to like one city or district. Um and it's not like it doesn't seem as if they're just teams. I, I just want to know why you like the teams that you like. Okay. So just go across the big sports. 
Okay. And just kind of tell us the teams and how they happened. All right. So I'll start with my my favorite team, the New York Jets. Yeah. They're at the top. I've been a Jets fan since I was like three. Um, and people are probably like, "Why are you a Jets fan?" Uh, my dad, he's also a huge Jets fan. He grew up in New York, like Yonkers, New York, so it's on Long Island. And he kind of brainwashed me into being a Jets fan Ooh. because no one wants to be a Jets fan, bro. Like, That's true. So he like pretty much forced me to be a Jets fan, and I, I still am one to this day for life. Yeah. Um, and but he was also a Mets fan. Oh. And he was trying to get me to like them too. They're trash. So I was like, I'm not gonna like the Mets, but. But you're fine with the Jets. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then I became a Yankees fan. Oh. Um, to counteract, yeah, to kind of counteract yeah. that because they're like, the best team ever. Um. And then he's not really a big basketball fan, and I lived in South Carolina. So that's how I became a Hornets fan, because they're the closest team to where I was from. Um, I, I, I tried to like the Knicks, I just couldn't do it. So I became a Hornets fan. And then since I live in South Carolina, I'm a big Clemson Tigers fan. And what else is there? Soccer, I mean, no one really cares about MLS, so... Nah. Premier League, I'm a big Man City fan. Okay. I don't know. You like Liverpool? Don't I like you? Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool. Man U. Man U. Oh. oh that's tough. Yeah. Okay. That, that is that's the wrong tough. answer. Right. Like, if there is there is one wrong answer, and it's Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's no, Man you're, U. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yikes. Man. But, yeah, I like a bunch of random teams. It's that cool, but really I, also, I also don't really feel loyal to a city. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of Charlotte and New York. Yeah. A little right. bit of Atlanta. Right. Um, I don't hate the Braves. I mean. Shout yeah. out to Braves for winning the World Series. Braves are, what, are they champions of the world? I think so. I would say that they are world champions. I they're world champions, say. yeah. If it were up to me, I would say that. Like also, if, you had if it pick, were up to baseball. Yeah, you, you'd pick like one team to be the best baseball team in the world. I guess it'd be the Braves. I guess it'd be the Braves. Yeah. Huh. I, bet, I guess both personally and experientially it would be the Braves. It'd be both, so, yeah. I don't really know any other teams in other countries that yeah. could compete with the Braves. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That not even some, in this country. Yeah. Definitely not, not in this country. country. Can't find any Definitely in this country. No, we yeah. tried to find them. Astros tried their best, yeah, but they couldn't cheat best. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Boy. <laughs> and on that note. On that note. Sean Brett, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was, it was great. great to have you back sometime. I'd love to come yes. back. Uh, this has been Cold Picks. This has been them. This is, these have been our Cold Picks. Ooh, bye. Bye. <laughs>